0: Right guys, welcome back to Selling's Global again. So thank you very much for tuning in. Today we're going to cover a few very important tips for e-commerce businesses, either in the UK or cross-border. Let's roll. So the first one I'm going to touch today is about enhancing your logistics. A growing business always requires a very streamlined logistics and services in place. If you don't have the proper services and actual systems ready for your inventories, for your suppliers and for your movement of your deliveries, it's a business that's bound to have problems down the line. How can I reduce my logistics costs effectively? For a growing business, logistics is not just a normal uh, day-to-day operation like a small business which is like say, for example, who is turning over under a million pounds or five million pounds or something like that. The main thing we're focusing here, how to actually streamline your logistics side of things for the growing business. So if your business at a position at the moment, say somebody in your office looking after the logistics side of things and this person is in charge for all the communications between the supplier and your logistics partner who could be the freight agencies. Into the of logistics, we are more referring to not just having a person in charge for your logistics to take care of the day to day shipment from your suppliers to your warehouses through TPL or to your Amazon warehouse. It's a lot more than that it's more towards the actual processes, analyzing the processes, is that cost efficient or not. See where I'm coming from? You could just employ somebody either in Philippines, Ukraine or maybe another country or in your office, hey such and such, look after my logistics, these are the shipments you got, these are the shipments you're coming. It's not good enough guys, for a growing business you need to be a lot more hardcore than this. Now how to do that? Number one way we recommend for the growing businesses is to actually sit down and see what is the person actually doing. Because most cases, a busy entrepreneur in the e-commerce niche, I've got 20 things to do within an hour. They would be like relying on their stuff quite a lot. Not keeping, no, I'm not saying you're not know, keeping an eye on them. I'm saying it's time to analyse actually what they're doing and how they're doing things. There could be something that you'd be finding that actually costing a lot more money, but because of your 20 minutes import, you're saving a few thousand pounds every month because your business is so big. That's all it takes. You need to actually analyse and see often what is the person doing and is there any feedback from the person? Take feedback, daily standing, weekly standing, I don't care, but there needs to be some sort of commitment from that person to tell you about basically when you should do it and what to report back to the actual KPIs. How much is it costing me? Why is it costing me that much? Is there a way to save that cost? Is there a way to make it even faster? You just need to make sure that things are getting done properly and once you repeatedly find the problems what you do, you jump into processes. Okay, plan one was this, you're doing it in such and such way, we're going to scrap that we're going to do plan B like this such and such way this is the way we save money not only that but also you got to think about logistic partners when it comes to the staff or the member of the team who's looking after billing inside of things now the logistic partners put a very big impact on your business so what we have seen the brands that are typically growing their e-commerce businesses they have one or two logistics partners in place, but it's not good enough. It's simply because one or two logistics partners could have delays of the shipments, you know, by weeks or maybe by a few days from one port to other. There are some problems with insurance, there are some problems with docks, but because you don't have enough resources in the logistics side of things, you bound to face these problems. So, how to eliminate that? Have another logistics partner in place. You cannot eliminate the actual problem by passing the shipment to the logistic partner and they inform you that you know there is a delay. If that already happened in the past once or twice that's a red sign you already know to take action and to improve that side. So how would you do that is having at least three to four logistic partners and ask the quotation including the time frame and tell them all the details and Ask your actual value of the service that you need from them, what do you need to exactly see how differently those three or four or additional partners reply to you it's not all about a few quid saving one hundred dollars there, fifty dollars there it's more about efficiency because that actual container that you're shipping from China that could be worth one hundred thousand dollars by saving on the shipment. $200 and having a week delay is it's just pointless. Um I mean, it just makes no sense. So these are the few things that we look at. But a growing business should have staffing in place and also that daily or weekly standing in place as well as the reporting and SOP in place. If you are the CEO, CFO, whoever you are at the top of the business and your business currently doing 10 million but it's past is bound to go past that. 10 million and boom you're going to do 15, 20, 25, 30. It's not going to be your responsibility anymore. There should be somebody else, a CEO under you who should be dealing with the actual logistics uh, manager or supervisor who is in charge and you should all sit down and see what are the processes in place. Have the standing? Have they done that? How did they do that? Did they follow the instructional process that we created? Can you review the processes? Is there any feedback on the processes that we should have? This is how you improve. This is how the growing business should be acting and this is how the growing business should be taking action as well so I hope this one helps and let's move to the next topic what is the acceptable delivery time for an e-commerce business seller so it completely depends on how you're advertising and what you're advertising but look we're living in the trend of Prime Badge. Okay, so Prime means yesterday. It doesn't even mean today. People click the button now, they think like it's already there. Now design your brand or store like that. Those days of drop shipping from China and waiting for the products for four weeks, gone. Don't even think about it. So what you have to do, you have to offer as good delivery as everybody else according to the trend, which is bare minimum next day to actually compete with some of the guys out there. I don't care how much money it costs you to do that. Charge them more money or improve your advertisement to increase the volume of your sales but get your deliveries and logistics right. How do you deal with the disruptions in your delivery services? Disruptions can come in multiple ways. It could be number one, the shipping and labeling was not correctly input from the actual 3PL that you're dealing with, or number two, it could be that they even put that on correctly, they picked up the right product, but the actual courier had a delay, either picked it up late or had a delay in the transit. Now, it doesn't happen very often because all the shipping channels these days are very streamlined due to their expansion or the growing uh, trend or current economy of the e commerce. If it does happen, happen, what you could do is have a system in place to let the customer know in advance that we are sorry, it's not going to be on time. Give them the tracking details by by automated system or something like that. So they are always aware or knows in advance to not to weigh in because that could lead to a negative feedback or negative review either on Google, your Shopify store or Amazon, whatever, if there is a delay because customers expecting the product from today by tomorrow or by 48 hours. If there is a delay always have a system or process in place either you call them email them doesn't matter or if you have a system with the tracking of the customer receives the update whichever way in to let the customer know that's the number one action number two action should be you should always go back check the average or most consistent reason why you are having these problems put attention and fix that problem that's what you should do what financial platforms are available to integrate my e-commerce product selling business? Next thing is about integrated financial platforms. So as a growing business, we might have a lot of systems and processes in place. Now the finance is one of the key important bits of your business. It's a life, the bloodline of the actual business. And we need to make sure all the information are correctly flowing everywhere so you can make the decisions, right? Having the actual right platforms will help you to do those. But you must make sure everything is up to date and those platforms are being fed the right data to give you the actual right numbers. What will you recommend in this sec- section? So we use a couple of software like you know QuickBooks and Zero in terms of our bookkeeping software. So you would do the same for your organization if you're not with an accountant or if you have an in-house team. You'd use either QuickBooks or Zero, something like this. It's a cloud-based and it's so compatible with a lot of integration, a lot of banks and credit cards, all the information flowing in the same place. As long as it's up to date and somebody's taken care of it properly, a specialist, e-commerce specialist like us, then obviously it will give you the data that you need. So do make sure a bookkeeping software is in place and also do make sure the actual data that you receive from the back end of your website, eBay, Amazon, or maybe another platform, Wayfair, wherever you receive the information from, they are also flowing together with the bookkeeping software, synchronizing simultaneously to make sure that information is accurate one is not deferring like this other is going down like this then obviously what information are you going to rely on how are you going to make the decision so it's very important to have the right play, right options and right software in place for your business so you get the data flowing for you to make the right decisions for your business and if you don't know how to do that or you need support you can come to us or you can speak to an e-commerce expert who can help you to set all this up for you how do you maintain the streamline of your supply chain to boost efficiency? If you talk about the supply chain I'm referring to here is more towards the actual suppliers that you have. Look, we, we're living in the age of twenty twenty four. Things of like you know Alibaba and lots of other platforms out there who gives it of suppliers that you need at a click of a button. So what's stopping you from having multiple sources of suppliers? Nothing. It's only you who's stopping yourself. Growing business is all about eliminating risk, focusing on the actual growth of the business. So if you're a 10 million pounds business and you want to take it to 20, 30, 40, 50 million, do you think one supplier is going to be sufficient for one category product line? I don't think so. simply because number one they could run out of capacity and number two they could have plenty of other customers who are ordering the same items at the same time then again that links to capacity I understand that but there could be possibility of delays due to holidays like Chinese holidays and one of those and possible delays due to their storage capacities or facilities in their actual warehouse lots of other things you should always analyze What products are you selling at the moment? What are the best sellers for your business? And what are the demand, what are the seasons when they d- when they actually sell? Or if they're consistently selling on a month-to-month basis, you should always have one or two suppliers in hand, have their samples ready and everything. Try to order them consistently from two places at the same time in the same quality rather than relying on just the one. If the one is big enough like Foxconn, Apple, Microsoft, everybody uses Foxconn. If a supplier like this, that's obviously different. But a lot of suppliers, Chinese suppliers are not as big as that. I personally go to China three, four times a year. I see the factories every time I go. 10, 20 different factories I visit. But I've been doing that for over 10 or 12 years. I've seen those. You will be surprised how small a factory can be, even though they're based in a massive building. Their operational capacity could be smaller than you think. Having multiple suppliers is going to resolve the issue that you might have when you're growing the brand. You might not have it right now, so bear that in mind, have the solution in place, have samples for one or two other suppliers, build good relationship, by ordering from both at the same time. So you do not run out of options of having no product while it's a busy period or something like that. Also, what you could do, you could negotiate a good price with both suppliers at the same time because you will be ordering a lot more quantities because you know you're putting enough budget in the advertising and you've got a plan or deadline to meet to hit certain sales ratio. You will be able to put yourself in a better position for negotiation with the actual rates that you get at the moment, improve the packaging, as well as improve the efficiency of the delivery, cut the time that you have in the lead time as well. So it involves quite a few benefits that you'll benefit from. So bear this mind what I'm saying at the moment and that will help you in your growth strategy. I hope this video has helped. As always, we're here for you. Thank you very much for watching this far and we'll come back with more hot topics. Thank you very much, bye-bye.